Welcome to the Rise or Revitalize podcast where we give you short, simple messages to help you become the best that you can be. This is your host, Mitch, and it is my favorite day of the week today. It's Monday. TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. doesn't get any better than this. Now, you're probably thinking, who is this weirdo? And that's okay. I get that a lot. Back when I was working my corporate engineering job downtown Calgary here, I actually got a sweater made that said TGIM on it and I would wear it Mondays. People thought I was quite bizarre. They probably thought I was even more bizarre when I quit that you know, well-paying, secure engineering job to start my energy tea company. But sometimes you got to just chase your dream. If you know me well, I've been saying TGIM for quite some time, but I've never really explained the origins of it or maybe why I say it if you don't know. Now, I didn't come up with this term. I did borrow it from some very successful people. I believe Eric Thomas, a great entrepreneur, he is the one that should be credited with popularizing this term. And what's great about it, what stuck with me about you know celebrating Mondays was two things. One, it's just a great mindset to have, to improve your positivity, to have a better outlook on life. But two, it really does give you a competitive advantage. Because if you think about it, think about you know most of the people in the world. What do they do? They wake up on Monday and they're miserable, right? Oh my goodness, it's Monday today. It's so hard. How was your weekend? By Tuesday, they're a little bit less miserable. Then on Wednesday, and this one's my favorite. I hate this one. The absolute most. Aren't you excited? It's hump day. It's, you know, it's only two more days until Friday. We're halfway through the week. And by Thursday, they're saying it's one more day until Friday. Pretty good for a Thursday. And then Friday comes around and they're finally happy. And these used to drive me nuts because I just didn't really understand it. I mean, if you think about it from a high level, you know, Monday is the same 24 hour period as Friday or Saturday, but why do people hate it so much, right? Like animals don't understand what a Monday is versus a Friday. You know, humans came up with the naming conventions of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? But yeah, we tell ourselves we're going to be miserable on Monday and we're going to be happy on Friday. It doesn't really make any logical sense. And so if you flip the switch on that, you're automatically different. You automatically stand out. You're a purple cow in a field of brown cows. And it's going to give you a competitive advantage. I've seen this. And two, it's going to help your mindset, even if you don't believe it at first, because I mean, some days, you know, I want to hate Mondays too, but I try to be positive. I, tr- you know, I try to get excited and really you should be excited. It's another week of opportunity. It's another week to learn, to grow, to help others, to do your great work. And I read a story that really drove this home for me. And it's a quote by a famous man. His name's David Foster. If you don't know who David Foster is, he's won more Grammys than any other music producer in history. I believe the last time I checked, it's 16 Grammys. And he's in his mid-60s now. And the man still works seven days a week on his music. Seven days a week. Mid-60s. And you know, a reporter sat down with him a few years ago and he was asking him about this. He said, why do you work so much? Why do you work every single day? Don't you want to take a break? And David looked at him kind of funny and he said, well, if you'd rather be anywhere but doing your great work, you know, even if it's Saturday morning, then you're probably doing the wrong thing or looking at it the wrong way. I thought that was so beautifully put. You're probably doing the wrong thing or looking at it the wrong way. I think really that's how, you know, at times in my life, I've just looked at things the wrong way. I've looked at Mondays the wrong way. Monday shouldn't be a day that should be dreaded. It should be a day of excitement. I get to go to work today. I get to do my great work. I get to serve. 
that's the way I try to look at it anyways. And I'm not perfect, but I really do believe that is the mindset of a winner. And carrying on with, you know, the mindset of a winner, I had a really great question from you know, a loyal listener this week. His name's Kevin. Kevin's a really great guy. And it sounds like Kevin's very successful. He, he left, you know, a small town where there just wasn't a ton of opportunity. Either you were going to become a school teacher or work at the local manufacturing plant. And he left that small town to pursue his dreams, you know, in a business career. And he was asking me, he said, what's your thoughts on pursuing your dreams despite the fear of failure or just despite fear in general? And I thought that was just such a great question. And I, you know, I recently really had to battle this because, you know, if you know me well, I, I recently quit my dream job. You know, I was working downtown for an amazing oil company with people that I loved, a job that I loved, you know, paid well, it had great benefits, great long-term security, great upward mobility. And I quit to pursue my entrepreneurial dream where there's a lot of uncertainty. You know, I'm not getting paid currently. It's, it's difficult and it's scary, but it's exhilarating. And it, it took me a while to overcome the fear of not only the fear of failure, but just the fear of stepping away from what I've always known, which was my job. And the way that I rationalized this, the way that I dealt with it, and I'll share with it with you today, is I started with the end in mind. And again, I learned this from a very successful person. And I want to put you through just a really quick exercise. This is something that you know I do often, and I totally changed my perspective on fear and it changed the way that I deal with fear. I want you to think about you're waking up on a Saturday morning. You pour yourself a hot cup of coffee. You know, you're sitting at the kitchen table, looking out the window, the birds are chirping, and you're reading the newspaper. You know, you read through the business section, the sports section, you happen to stop on the obituaries because something catches your eye. You see a picture of you and you see your own name in the obituaries. How crazy would that be? But then something really tragic happens. When you read your obituary, you're not happy about what's written about your life. In fact, some really bad things are written, things that you would never be proud of, that you'd never want to be remembered for. How would that change your life if that experience happened? Well, that happened to a really extraordinary man. His name's Alfred Nobel. He was a Swedish chemist who invented dynamite. And in the late 1800s, that exact scenario happened to him. He was sitting at home one day reading the newspaper and he saw himself in the obituary. Now, Alfred's brother, Ludwig Noble, had recently passed away and this French newspaper mistook Ludwig for Alfred. And so they put Alfred in the obituary and what was terrible for Alfred was he hated what was written about him. They called him the merchant of death and they blamed thousands of deaths on him for his inventions. This upset Alfred so much that he changed the entire rest of the course of his life. He devoted the rest of his life to service to mankind. And when he passed on, he donated his entire fortune to the creation of these awards that would forever help the human race. Those awards, as we all know, are the Nobel Prizes. The Nobel Peace Prize. The Nobel Prize in Chemistry. The Nobel Prize in Literature. It's forever changed the world. And the reason he changed the course of his life is he started with the end in mind. And what I mean by that is you got to go and think about at the very end of your life, what do you want it to stand for? What do you want to be known for? What do you want people to remember you for? How do you want to have changed the world? What impact do you want to leave? 
And for me, when I think about that, you know, I want to, I want to be a great entrepreneur. I want to change millions of lives. I want to employ a lot of people. I want to truly leave my mark on the world. Well, there's only one way to get there. I was to quit my job, start a business, push forward. And when I really started thinking about it that way, the more scary thing to do would be to, to not quit my job, to not pursue my dream. Because my greatest fear is looking back at the end of my life and saying, I screwed up. I shouldn't have done that. I wish I took more risks. I would hate to have regret. I would hate to look back and think that I lived a mediocre life. And so that's how I recommend dealing with fear. You know, if maybe you want to start your business or maybe you want to start a new job or a new relationship, or maybe you just want to get back in your fitness routine, but for whatever reason, the fear of failure or the fear of looking stupid or the fear of the unknown is holding you back. Well, my challenge to you is start with the end in mind. Because if you approach it with that perspective, I promise you that it's going to be more scary to not start that thing, to not start that new job or apply for that new job, to not go and ask that girl or that guy out. It's going to be more scary not to do it. Because living with regret is the worst thing imaginable. It's far worse than failing. Because what really even is failure, if you think about it? If you never quit, if you just learn and you grow and you push forward, can you really say that you failed? Because eventually you'll succeed if you keep at it with long enough. So if you look at failure that way, then failure is kind of off the table. And so to finish this off, I'm going to leave you with perhaps my favorite quote of all time. I think it really summarizes this, puts, puts a bow on it. And it's by, again, an amazing mentor, an amazing entrepreneur. His name's Jim Rohn. And Jim says, The goal of this grand human adventure is productivity. Pursuing the full development of all your potential to see all that you can become with all that you've been given. I think that's so beautifully put. To see all that you can become with all that you've been given. That's the great purpose of life, isn't it? To maximize your potential. And the only way to do that is to push through the fear, is to reframe it, to start with that end in mind. To really think about what you want to stand for, what you want said in your obituary, and to work your way backwards. What actions can you do today? How can you go forward this week? How do you want to be remembered? And it really applies to our current time in this coronavirus right now. When you look back at the end of your life, how do you want to be remembered for pushing through this time, for dealing with this time? That you just sat on the couch and watched Tiger Kings or that you pushed through, that you helped others, that you were positive? that you forge forward. That's why I want to be remembered. For always pushing the limits, always trying to give back. I want to get as close to my greatest potential as I possibly can. So that's my challenge to you this week. TGIM, start with the end in mind, push forward, have an incredible week. Thank you for listening.